1: Now it's time for Kit Corner, where we shine a spotlight on artists who've created products with the film and television industry in mind. Products designed by artists, for artists.
0: Hi,
2: Devon. Hi, Jamie.
0: Now, you have over 25 years experience as a former makeup artist, makeup instructor and school owner, and you have created a company called Sanitation Conversation. Tell me, what is it and how did it come about?
2: Yes. Sanitation Conversation is a company that provides training and certification to makeup artists and health grade sanitation. And how it started was really uh, through my students. So students would go on to job sets or different employment opportunities and they might witness other artists that had not been trained at our Academy what their sanitation practices are and they were alarmed they were just in total disbelief that there wasn't a standard in sanitation and just that you know, the artists weren't aware of cross-contamination and and how you can easily spread bacteria. So we started Sanitation Conversation just as awareness to the industry. So we had a few social media outlets and we would post things, kind of crude photos, like this is what can happen when you're not practicing um, health-grade sanitation. And then we realized, well, that's great. We're scaring everyone, which wasn't our intention. But we did gain some traction as far as awareness, but we didn't have a solution. So I decided that we really needed to provide a solution and standardize sanitation throughout the industry, because obviously we know state to state, as far as um, licensure goes, state to state, it varies. And um, Mm -hmm. practices vary from artist to artist. And and even within our industry, whether you're a film artist or or a bridal artist, everything had a variable as far as sanitation. So we decided that we were going to standardize sanitation, but bring it to the next level. So supersede state guidelines and really... Uh, put together health-grade sanitation. And so that's that's how we started. We're about two years old and we're doing really well. We're really gaining some traction. Uh, it has been awesome to see the support in the industry and see artists really want to learn how they can change some of their practices to become a little bit more conscious of health and wellness.
0: It's such a brilliant idea. So who is the training best suited to, do you think?
2: It really is anyone that applies makeup on someone else. So whether that's your beauty sales associates or that's your commercial artist or film artist or even you know special occasion bridal artist Anyone who applies cosmetics to someone else needs to take this course.
0: That's great, makes total sense. So what makes your training stand out above others?
2: Yeah, so that's a great question. To be honest, we really don't have any competitor, if you will, or any program that is similar in nature because it is geared specifically to make a vertus. So we do have in our resource section, when you take the course, several different endorsements and certifications that you can take from various companies that are all relative to the beauty industry, but not quite aligned with makeup artists specifically. So our training really helps makeup artists develop better habits that protect themselves and their clients. And it's very specific to a makeup application versus maybe an overarching you know, idea of what the beauty industry standards might look like. That's so awesome. Apart from training, what else
0: does Sanitation Conversation offer?
2: Yeah, so we developed a companion product, which is our sanitation kit, and it has everything that you need to practice health-grade sanitation, and it's located in one convenient bag, which is great. I know as a former artist, it was sometimes quite cumbersome to try and find all the disposables I needed and then the right, you know, brush cleaner and going to four or five different sites to get all of the things I needed. So we've put it in one convenient pack.
0: That's very cool.
2: Where can people find you online? Yeah. So they can find us online at sanitationconversation.com. They can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I wanted to let you know too, if they if they go to our website and they're ready to get themselves trained and certified we've provided a special code for your listeners and at checkout they can apply the letters t-l-l-p and the number 25 and they will receive 25 dollars off the training or the training and kit bundle that's so awesome thank you so much Devon. thank you jamie i appreciate you having me on
0: Today I speak with makeup artist Lana Horachowski and hair Teresa Rivers, a powerhouse design team that have headed departments for shows such as Mad Men, The Romanoffs, Glow and Penny Dreadful's City of Angels. We find out what it takes to design period shows, work as a team when it comes to character development and what keeps these ladies laughing.
1: Pictures up, last looks, rolling, and action!
0: Welcome to The Last Looks Podcast, ladies. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Lana, you're a makeup artist, and Teresa, you're a hairstylist, and you talented ladies have worked on a number of amazing shows together as heads of department. Uh, I would like to know how you guys first met, and what was the first job you designed together?
3: Well, I guess we started working together on Mad Men. I think it was like season three?
1: Season three, yep. I was pregnant and grouchy.
3: Very, very, very grouchy. Not much has
2: changed. I'm not pregnant.
3: Yeah, you were pregnant and you came in as the third. third, And then she left a little early because obviously it was very hard to work with all the hairspray when she was so pregnant. And smoke. (laughs) Right, and the smoke on the set. Oh my goodness. Do you like how I went to the hairspray first before the smoke?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Priority,
1: it's priority.
3: And then when you came back season four, right? Mm -hmm. Were you the key then?
1: I was the key. Right. Lucia Mace was there and she was thinking about like semi-retiring. So she kind of backed away. And then Sean Flanagan came and Gary Owen was there. And people, you know, just kind of either ended up having other jobs or went to do other things. And I was still there. And they were like can you take over? But I actually was planning on leaving too.
0: <laughs> I guess that happens when a show runs for so long, right? Yeah. And mean people come and go.
3: Yeah. It was hard to, you know, especially at the time because a lot of people did set TV shows that were like from July until May or whatever the normal schedule is. And this was like so early on and like cable TV where it's like, oh, we would shoot five months and then it would go down for a year and a half. And then it would, you know, it was hard to keep people coming back back just because the timing was never the same yeah so anyway we, we begged 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 teresa to stay very good
0: <laughs> i'm sure you're glad you did
3: and then that's when she fell in love with me No. I have to tell you, she (laughs) fell in love with me, and now
1: I have a perfect chance to tell this story (laughs) on your podcast. Carry on. How did it all happen? As I said, I was grouchy and pregnant, and I went to this party at Lucia Mace's house. And so I'm there and everybody's drinking and I wasn't drinking. I was pregnant. And Lana came up to me and she's like, hi, I'm Lana. And I was like, hi. And she's like, I just wanted to tell you, you were like one of the most beautiful people (laughs) I've ever seen. And I was like, okay, weirdo. And I was just looking at it. and I was like, oh, thank you. And that was, and She was like kind of tipsy. And I was like, oh, you know, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm more of the quiet, shy one in this pairing, but, um, you know, she's very talkative and more, you know, in the beginnings. And I was just like, oh my God, she is a lot. Um, and it takes me a little more time to kind of warm up she was just like kind of all over me but anyway she hates when I tell that story of like girl you fell in love the minute you saw me <laughs> and I don't blame you <laughs> I think your story checks out
3: the the funniest thing is too is that in all the years that we've been friends I will tell her that she cannot remember anything I'm always like having her she's always forgetting stuff I tell her reminding her but that's that story, she never forgets. She's
1: <laughs> not saying that it's not
0: true. Exactly. That's why I think it checks out.
3: So it was
0: love at first sight for Lana. Yes.
3: It was more of a slow burn for Teresa. But we, you
1: know, ended up meeting on Mad Men. This is Teresa. And just really found that we worked well together. I mean, which I always say it's We're kind of like the oddest pair, but we work very well together. Just complete different personalities. But then again, we're like very similar in like our work ethic and just how we like to do things. And we do love to laugh and we have a lot of good times together and stuff like that. And, and, and it's nice because having a partner where you both want to see each other succeed is very nice. You know, I've been, um, in the business for over 20 something years, but I'm only 25 years old.
3: It's <laughs> um, crazy. It's so crazy.
1: <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you can work with other departments and it's you you truly operate separately for whatever reasons, personality conflicts or just, you know, just being in your own different worlds. But I find that with Lana and I, you know, we, we really, truly collaborate with each other. And if one doesn't know something or, you know, doesn't know there's a scene order change or something's happening different in the day, we always are in communication with each other. Or if one isn't at a production meeting, then the other one's like, you know, what I got it. I got your notes and I'll let you know what happens. So it's very nice to have somebody, that you can trust that covers you when you're not there, who knows you very well, who wants to see you succeed and do well. So it's not just, you know, that hair department and the makeup department. It's hair and makeup.
0: Yeah.
3: And we, you know, we have a good shorthand. I think that helps too. It's like, oh, I I always kind of know what questions she's going to ask, like if she's not there and vice versa, rather than even have somebody else in the department go. It's like, we've worked together for so long and we've like synced up so much. that it's like, she knows exactly what, you know, we, we kind of just can read each other's minds in that way. And also, I think we just also have a good balance like personality wise we always joke because it's like when one of us gets like upset about something it's so weird how the other person just like has this weird calm oh it's okay we're gonna get through it instead of the other way around where it's like we're encouraging each other to misbehave that's so
0: awesome being able to just maintain a cohesive team relationship i think that's awesome and for myself coming over to the states and where i came from I did both hair and makeup, so it was more of a team effort of those two things working together because everyone was doing both. To then come here and see it so separated, that when I do see heads of department or teams working so closely together, I, I love it because it just it, it's how it should be.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, they need each other, you know, it's like if one piece is not up to par, like it it ruins the whole look, you know.
0: Absolutely. And so how does that work? I mean, it must work amazingly well when you guys are doing character development, being able to work together with your cast to be able to come up with what you guys are doing. So how how do you find that works for you guys?
3: I guess, you know, we always start somewhere where it's like, You know, we've been lucky. We worked on a lot of shows with costume designers that we're also pretty close with. You know, it starts there. They get the stuff before us and kind of can show us, like, what the direction they're going. And Mm -hmm. then we can start somewhere and she can show me a picture or, like, tell me some idea she has. And then I'll be like, oh, and wouldn't that be cool with, like, if this, you know, we always do try to, like, coordinate.
1: And that's the nice thing about working so well together too, because sometimes you can have a hairdo that you've done the same hairdo, you know, 10 days in a row. And then on the 11th day, it's just like, oh my God, this shit is not working. Mm. And for whatever reasons, whatever's happening that day, those things are not coming together for you. It's nice to be able to like walk down to the other end of the trailer and be like, girl, I am struggling. Like, I need your help. And she's like, okay, got it. Send her down here. Do you know what I mean? And even if it kind of like messes up Lana's flow, or, you know, she had plans for something else. It's nice to have somebody that's like, okay, let me take her or him, I'll start working, I'll do this or that, I'll send them back to you, or we'll double team or whatever. So it's nice to have that. But I've also noticed that sometimes I'll have an idea of like, oh, you know, I I was thinking about doing this with the hairdo or this pompadour, these finger waves or whatever. And then Lana's like, oh, okay, well, I pulled these pictures and then I see her pictures and I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I can kind of tweak what I was doing because the direction you're going with the thin eyebrows or this or that or this type of eye, I think I should maybe tweak the look a little bit, you know, so we definitely work well together. And there's not like this ego about, well, this is what I want, because we truly Mm. just want the overall look to
3: work. Right. It's always like that when we're starting off with any character. It's like we definitely don't just go jump in and be like, do whatever we want. We talk about it at length and show each other stuff. You know what I mean?
1: And even with our best laid plans. We can end up having like, okay, I've pulled these reference photos, Lana, and I'll send them to her and then she'll send me hers. And then we talk about it. And then we come up with this idea and we're like, okay, so now we're going to present this, 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 and that to the creator and director and whatever. And then they're like, no, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that we work together. We've kind of learned to like be a little more easygoing because- Really and truly, this is how I feel is like I'm paid to help come up with a look and bring ideas, but I can't have too much of an ego about it because ultimately it's really and truly not my show. So at times it's hard because I'm like, that does not look good. No, that's wrong. But you have to get in. So I think, you know, just in the years of working and I've just learned to kind of ease up on wanting to have my way. Or you can have an actor that's like, I hate that. Mm. I don't feel good in that. Or I feel like I look like my grandma, which, you know, you hear a lot in period shows. Like everyone loves a period show until sometimes they see a period hairdo on themselves.
3: And then, the, yeah, it immediately, it's crazy how it immediately can age people. And then they're like, they all they wanted was to be on a sh- It happened a lot on Mad Men. A lot of people wanted to be on that show. And then the second they were, they were like, I look so old. It's like,
0: no, you look old fashioned. <laughs> Um, now, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you look for when you're hiring your team, like putting your team together for a show?
1: Well, we've had the same team for a very long time. We <laughs> can't seem to ditch these losers. No, I'm kidding. We can't seem to shake them. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, we've all been together for so long because we all work so well together. I have Valerie Jackson that's been with me for quite a while, and Michelle Chandler. Those two work with me the most.
3: And I have Maureen Burke and Lisa Nielsen Duff, who are amazing. And I, I can't really even imagine working without them. Honestly,
0: well, that's the thing. I think when you find when you find gold, you want to hold on to it, don't you? Oh, because
3: I mean, it's like I mean, I'm sure it's like in any creative career and people can be very cutthroat and it is it's like there's a limited amount of work and a lot of people that want to do it you know so it's like to find people that you trust and are also just like so so talented on their own it's like mm-hmm. I'll fight anyone that tries to take them away from me I will <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome it must be nice to just have that team behind you that you know have your back
3: and it's just I mean all six of us really like it's kind of interchangeable. We all are all friends, you know, we all love being together. I mean, we spend more time with each other than we do with our families a lot of the time. And then on the weekends, like we still like text and talk on the phone. Like we really do just, we are really just friends, honestly, which I think, you know. That happened to work together. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's so cool. I don't think I know too many teams that work like that. I feel like crews are swapping and changing out constantly. And it's really nice to hear that you guys have that working relationship with your teams. That's great. So you guys obviously are doing something right for them to keep coming back as well. Do you know what I mean?
1: We threaten them as well.
3: (laughs) We We threaten them with love and respect. It's all bribery. We buy their
1: affection. It's working. Um, No, it, you know, I, I feel very, some people would say fortunate. I feel very blessed to have the group that, I'm with. I mean, trust me, we get on each other's nerves <laughs> at times. But it. I can honestly and truly say it's never like fighting or backstabbing and craziness. You know, it's like the open communication that Lana and I have. And everyone is like that in the trailer. And we all want to see each other succeed and just produce the best work that we possibly can. I mean, this might be a silly example, but, you know, sideburns. Let's just talk about sideburns. A makeup person would be like, well, no, that's on the face. And I'm doing their sideburns, you know. And there are people like, it's a part of the haircut that I'm doing. But really and truly with us, it's like, who can do that better? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who can do that better? Or am I not that comfortable fading up or whatever, you know, the sideburns or we work together. Who's better at that? Who feels more comfortable with it? Don't worry about it. You're busy. I got it. You know, it's that type of relationship. And it just makes the day that much more pleasant and run, you know, smooth.
0: Absolutely. I will say the sideburns thing got me when I moved here. I was just like, what? <laughs> Who does what? What? Oh, okay. Um,
3: <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, i like, oh, that's me. <laughs> right. I know. Well, that that is the good thing, is that like between the six of us, somebody's going to get it done.
0: <laughs> as long as somebody's doing them, it's fine.
3: Everybody's covered. Nobody's going to get in trouble for anything, you know?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. how it should be. It's good. Yeah, you've got it, it, you've got it, it all worked out. Yeah. I can't
3: imagine it being any other way. But I mean, you know, I hear stories of other, and I'm, I, I can't imagine working any other way. Yeah,
0: it happens.
1: Yeah. But you know, also <laughs> Lana and I have been very fortunate to work with some really great producers, directors that somehow happen to like us both and call us back together you know so that's nice i mean so you guys have done
0: mad men the romanoffs glow why women kill and penny dreadful city of angels Mm -hmm. all of these shows i enjoy
1: oh good
3: good.
0: (laughs) the amount of period stuff that you guys get awesome i
3: know it's we can't seem to Stop. <laughs> get in but, I mean, at, at first we were like, oh, we don't really want to do period shows anymore. Like, we don't want to be, you know, like, where that's all we get called for. And it, the thing is, though, it's like the second you get on a modern show where there's not much to do, and just, like, mm. you know, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, at least, like, at least on a period show like you're actually working and like doing makeup and hair like on a, on a modern show it's like sometimes it's like put on some lip gloss and you know a messy beach wave and go to set and that you're like literally watching paint dry all day so there is something to like to be busy when you're going to be somewhere for 15 hours you know
0: yeah and I mean especially in the middle of this where you get thrown glow so you're like oh 80s okay this is amazing um yeah, I mean-
3: that you know like that that was so it was so crazy how that played out I mean I just remember I was working on um Masters of Sex at the time and Betty Gilpin was like a guest star and she's she was just talking about oh she was asking the hair department if she could borrow a wig for an audition and so I was like oh what are you going in for and she's like oh this some show called Glow and I literally remember I fell out of the seat I was like gorgeous ladies of wrestling and she was like how did you know that and I was like I was obsessed with that when I was a kid and I immediately called Teresa and I was just like, okay, so do you remember the show glow from the eighties? And she was just like, of course, immediately like, <laughs> ah, it was my favorite. And so I was like, they're making a scripted show. We have to figure out how to get this job. Like we have to get it. And so, I mean, I don't know, Teresa, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that might have been like the hardest we ever like. Went after something where we like really we were like we got to get it. We loved that show, yeah. and I was like, I love the '80s. And Teresa was like, well, I really hate the '80s. It's such a bad time. I was like, oh,
0: but that's the thing.
3: It's so bad, it's good. Yeah. But well, you have fallen in love again with the '80s after this show because now you're like you have a newfound love for it. But it is not a good look. But man, is it fun! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> it is fun. But
1: here's the thing. You know, Lana and I have these conversations about period work and. I them with other people, are like, why do you always take these really hard shows? And I'm like, well, if I got called for something else, I'd probably do that. You know, it's <laughs> like, I'm like, this is what I get called for. I was really burned out with doing period hair before mm-hmm. we got glow. You know, so I was just because it's like every day is like a freaking uphill battle for hair. This is how I feel. You know, it's like with background, with wigs and this actor couldn't fly in until the night before. And oh, my God, they don't have the right hair. And, try. you know, and especially with TV, you know, everything's so quick. You're like in an episode, you're shooting that episode. Problems come along the way and you're trying to solve those problems. And then you're also prepping for the next episode you know so I just I was just so burned out with doing period hair that when she was like glow I was like oh my god I loved that show I used to watch that show when I was a Mm -hmm. little girl and but then to think about it I was just like oh my god I don't know if I want to do that but then
3: I ended up doing it and I love it I know it is it is so fun
0: I mean big hair baby come on
3: (laughs) the only the only bad thing about glow is that it's just not long enough like if i if that show shot for nine months of the year i would be so happy it's so fun it's just so quick how long does it shoot for it's like literally like three months oh it's it's because it's you know it's only 30 minutes so we we blow through it so fast but i i just i don't know you know it's also it's like working on a comedy it's like the atmosphere is, it's always very light. It's like a lot of girls, a lot of girl energy, which is like so fun, you know. The
1: actors are great. The producers are lovely. It's its just a very lovely place to work.
3: Yeah. It's just always very light and a lot of laughter all over the place. You know, everywhere. Right. It, it's, it, oh, cool. You know, those shows are, they're few and far between.
0: Yeah. yeah. How many of the characters were actual characters in the original show? Like, were you recreating?
3: Yeah, because I me if I'm wrong. I, they didn't really have the rights. They didn't sell them the actual characters. They're loosely based, but they weren't allowed to be, you know, called the same or really look the same.
0: Okay. So there was definite wiggle room for you guys to go for
1: it. Yeah.
3: And there's, I think there's more of them, honestly, than there were on the original. There's more, I think there's more girls.
1: I think so. But
3: yeah, that, I mean, and on a show like that where it's like, Every There's like 14 girls, and each of them basically play two people because they have their regular look and then their wrestling. Yeah. So it's really like 30 different looks. Oh my know?
0: goodness. So,
3: I
1: mean,
0: it's a lot. I was going to ask, how often were you shooting within a day and having to do both those looks on them or go back and forth?
1: Were they trying to schedule it in a helpful way? or Dumb. They tried, but it just. We normally have five days to shoot per episode, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes six. There's just not enough time to. You know, in the shooting days to be able to just have one day and it's normal looks and then the next day all wrestling looks. I mean, we occasionally have those days, but a lot of times we're doing both looks in a day. And I imagine going from their natural look to
0: their wrestling is easier than the other way around.
3: Yeah, because, you know, taking off the glitter, it's like it doesn't really come off. <laughs> so It's like we do the best we can and we try to clean them up. But it's like unless we're shooting a scene where it's like they have cleaned up right from their match and they walk out of the dressing room, it's like and then they can have remnants of it. It's
1: mm-hmm. fine. And all the big teased hair and all the hair pieces and stuff like that. It's just yeah, it's easier to work our way up. Even yeah. though
3: they're like, you know, even though the 80s was so messy and like harsh, it's still, like, those looks are very time-consuming. Getting the gear on and just, like, trying to move slow so it doesn't, like, spill in their lap. like
1: (laughs) In a rocky trailer with 15 people coming up and down.
3: I mean, like, in a morning, I mean, we usually have about a three- to four-hour pre-call when all the girls are in their wrestling looks. Oh, my goodness. It's huge. And they're a lively bunch. They're a lively bunch. Even at 4 (laughs) a.m. They are... (laughs) Always happy and always talking. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell me, did
1: um did you perm Allison's hair? Yes, her, Allison's hair. Allison was on uh, Mad Men, um, and her hair was very long. Um, and when we met up again on glow. It was still very long. But she was very gung-ho about the haircut and the reference photos. And she wanted to permit and she was all in and to give her a nice shag cut. But I do have to say, you know, it gets a little harder. <laughs> She's still gung-ho about doing it, but this is just overall, you know, in the beginning we're like, cool, an asymmetrical haircut. I love it. You know, but then growing that out, in the off season, and then having to recut it all over again and live with it again and go through that awkward stage of growing it out over the next year, you know, because you don't want to walk around looking like that. It gets a little harder to get people to want to cut their hair. And I don't blame them because I wouldn't want to do it. But it works and you've
0: made it happen and they look amazing.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, I do have to say that was a breath of fresh air of like, going to that show and being like, okay, so these are my ideas and, you know, discussing it with the producers and, and then presenting it to the actors. All of them were like, yep, let's do it. Perfect.
3: Yeah. They were all very excited.
1: They were ready to play. That's great. Yeah. And Hey, what about the Romanoffs? Did you
0: guys, you must've been going to locations and traveling for that i'm assuming all
3: whole year we oh were you did all over the world
0: oh my goodness the two of us
3: That's <laughs> I, I, we always joke that we've traveled more together than we've traveled with anyone else. like we've seen more of the world than i've like
1: About it is, I have to tell her this. Like, the producers are always like, Don't you guys get sick of each other?
3: (laughs) Because
1: we're like walking to breakfast together, eating breakfast, then we're at work together, we're sitting on set together, then we're leaving, and then they see us out at dinner at night together laughing, and they're like, What the fuck? Don't you guys get sick
3: (laughs) of each other? (laughs) Well, and like to take it one step further, this is the most sickening part. We always get a joining room. So, they're no. like, do you want to have separate rooms? And we're like, nope. <laughs> we, no. we always call the hotel ahead, and we're like, can we have adjoining rooms? We will, we will move until we get it, no matter yeah. what. And then we have that door open, and it is like, but it's also to
1: okay. It's first of all, as I said, we're super different. So she like likes the TV on. She can sleep with lights on. I like everything dark and quiet. So it's like, we have adjoining rooms, but we still live very separately. You know, it's not like we're like spooning together and (laughs) singing lullabies to each other. But, you know, it it is cool though, because, you know, when you're out and you're on location and you might party a little bit have a little sip or something there's always that person on the other side of the door that's like hey get up we're late we gotta go.
3: you know? I know oh, we've so had we... to wake each other up multiple times on location and you wake up you're like shit <laughs> 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 so
0: true true partners in crime really aren't you I
3: mean it's, it is, it's pretty it's pretty gross I mean sometimes I even it even makes me sick <laughs> like I even us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't able to take your normal crew with you for the Romanoffs? Did you need to hire and lo- on location?
3: Yeah, they didn't let us take anyone. So we hired everywhere. Locally? Local. That was Did interesting.
0: F- yeah. <laughs> Whereabouts were you guys shooting? Oh, gosh. Um,
3: We were in Paris. We were in Prague. We were in Romania. We were in Mexico. We were in Hong Kong, London, Toronto, Canada. We were in New York. We were supposed to do one in San Francisco, which weirdly we were the most excited about because it's, you know, just to spend that much time there. But then the fires happened so we ended up moving that one back to la so we did get to spend one episode here
0: that's awesome because each episode is a pretty much different story right yeah Yeah. that's awesome
3: cast every time so it's literally like starting over each time where it's like oh we have to do a new camera test in a new city with new people it was like we would shoot for what like three four weeks and then come back here, prep for like two to three weeks and then go back. So we got to come home in between each episode.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to ask why it was over such a long period of time. I was just like, wow, that's a long time. There's
1: no way I could have done it, you know, because I have two kids. And at first when they told me about it, I was like, oh, oh, I can't do that for that long of, you know, they're like, it's going to be like a course of a year. And I'm like, what? Ugh. And then they were like, Oh, but you'll come out and shoot for three or four weeks. And then we'll send you back home for two weeks. And I was like, well, then I'm in. Yeah, that's perfect.
3: Yeah, it was really perfect. It was it was really, really fun.
0: So I was going to ask about why women kill uh, with the three different eras. Are you guys, same with the glow kind of question, are you guys shooting those three different eras in one day or were they trying to keep, you know, the, the 60s on one day and the 80s? I know scheduling never works in our favor like this. I know, this, they, always, I'm just... they
3: when they told us from the beginning, they were like, we're never going to go. We're going to stay in one era all day, which never ended up happening we crossed over a lot but, you know cuz originally they were going to redress like have this, you know cuz it's the same house and they were going to just redress it so that's why mm. they were like okay so we can only shoot the 60s on one day because they it would take too long to redress the house from 60s to 80s but then they just ended up building it all on set and so they had each house as a different set so they were already you know we could just move around from stage to stage. This is
0: a good thing that it's different actual cast members yeah. in the area. You're not having to swap those people over into each era mm-hmm.
3: so. oh yeah no
0: that's true were you recycling background into different eras
3: did they i don't i
1: don't not really
3: yeah i think no they would usually because if we were shooting like exteriors with like neighbors that, that if it was 60s and then like they would have separate ones that come in late because we'd be shooting them so they'd come in to get ready another wave they, they kind of kept them separate.
0: That's good. I can't imagine trying to... I mean, some people would probably work for all three eras, but others, it would just be like, uh-uh, this... She's good for 60s, but that is not going to work for...
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, you'd be surprised what they try, though. I'm sure you know. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, That's they're
3: so like, funny. it's fine. And you're like, no, it isn't fine. It really she isn't. It has a
1: mohawk, and it's purple. <laughs> and this it's is gonna... 1960. <laughs> <laughs> just put a hat on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you will never see them. It's just it, they're going to be a silhouette. I was <laughs> like, I don't care I
0: know. No, I know. It's like I'm being told your standards are too high. It's like, what? Yeah. No, my standards are normal. <laughs>
3: yeah, no. I know. It's, it is amazing sometimes. We oh, I guess we get such a kick out of it sometimes. we like, oh, okay. <laughs> Can't you just put it in a bun? are like, in a car. <laughs> and I'm like, right, but you can see that like giant like zz top beard from a mile away like Uh,
0: i mean that's the like as you were saying um earlier it's one of those things sometimes you just got to do what you can do and let it go it's just like oh i can't
3: we just gotta laugh about it and
1: and we do i mean that is the good because sometimes i just want to cry and i'm like because why does it seem like it's like you can have a hundred background and like 89 of them are banging right and you're like damn they look good Everybody Mm -hmm. did a great job. The actors look great. The background looks great. And then Eleven of them. They're like, we just rush called these backgrounds, and you're like, um, okay, let me send somebody back to get them ready. And they're like, we don't have time. We just put them in a hat. Don't worry, you won't see them. And then they come to set, and you're like, lies.
3: Uh, yeah, they're right in the
1: front, and then not only that, they're like right in front of the camera, standing <laughs> yeah. next to the actress. Like, and sometimes I'm just like wanting to cry.
0: yeah do you normally find the response of asking for them to be pushed further back is a positive response or are they just like just go away this is none of your business
3: it depends on the show I guess yeah like I feel I definitely feel like like, on a show like on Mad Men for sure like we were always our voices were always heard like Matt Weiner is you know as a showrunner is definitely like I trust you to know what your job is so like if you say something isn't right then like make it happen make it right and the same I feel like on glow too like those ladies Liz and Carly are very supportive of our craft and so it's I guess
1: it just depends
3: it just yeah. depends like it's, sometimes you know we're heard other times it's like we're like okay well that's the kind of show this is you know yeah
0: but once again it's breathe walk away have a laugh about it later yeah and then- I
3: mean exactly I thought- it's like what can you do at the end of the day we're not really saving lives or anything close to that it's like it really is ridiculous like the stuff that we sit around and talk about all day and get paid to to do so it's just like we just like you just gotta laugh about it and be like oh this is actually like if people could see this part of the show i feel like they would like it this <laughs> is very funny you know the behind the scenes is really the show sometimes
0: and i think just doing i mean doing your best and that's all you can do exactly yeah got to learn to deal with it i think that's hard for some people it comes with experience and time i think of just learning to let, like knowing when To let go and walk away like this is is what it is. And not getting so tied up about it.
3: I mean, at the end of the day, it's like it it feels so important to us. But it's like there's a way bigger picture on a set. Mm -hmm. And it's just, okay, it's not all about makeup. I know I want it to be, but it's not. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The thing is,
3: I mean, I care, but...
1: You know, after a while, I'm like, okay, like Lana said, you know, so this is that kind of show. okay, you know, because I'm like, actually, by the time I've reached here, I'm already exhausted. I've spent three hours in traffic from Long Beach, (laughs) busting my ass in this trailer trying to get everybody through. I'm not going to fight with you. You know what I mean? No, it's knowing when to pick your battles. Yeah, it's like if you think that's good enough and I know it's crazy, I'm going to tell you it's crazy and you're like, it's good enough. Okay, that's it.
0: Yeah and it,
3: But it, it's a, Yeah and then it's just like That just sets the tone For the rest of it right Cause then we're just like Well if they don't care Why do I care You know
0: You can't have yourself I know it You you still care
3: Yeah
1: Like why are you gonna Raise your blood pressure Over
0: it right, Yeah,
3: exactly It's just like okay Not gonna get stressed About this Just get it out there And that's all they want Is them to be on set On time If that's all they care about Then great
1: Yeah Right You know what I've also learned To appreciate those shows Because then you have The other shows Where you'll see Somebody walk by And they look nuts And you're like Excuse me um, did you go through the works? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then you see like the creator coming and you're like trying to tackle the person.
0: <laughs> it is always funny spotting that person that you're like, how have they been let free? They should still be in the chair. What is happening? What happened to that person? I've got to fix it. I've got to fix it. Yeah. But then there's the flip side of that where you see something that's come out of the crowd room and you're like, That is amazing. I never would have thought of doing that. That's awesome. You know, because you you put out your vision to everybody and be like, this is the direction I'm going in. And everyone's going to do their own version of that. And sometimes you see that version and you're just like, wow, that's awesome wouldn't have thought of that. That's great.
1: I, I, that's what I love, you know, about just all of us coming together hair and makeup working because you get to see so many different versions, like you said, of people's takes on. It could be one hairdo that you're like, do this hairdo, but there's so many different versions of it, which is the beauty of it. Because right. if they all looked exactly the same How boring would that be? It's like, even in our trailer, it's like, Lana's is always like, oh, I can tell the hairdo that you've done, that Val's done, that Michelle has done. Cause you all have different ways of doing waves and the swoopy things you do or certain, you know, it's like, you can always tell which person did that hairdo, even though, you know, it could be a different actress on a different day um and it and it would be so sad though if they all looked exactly like something that i would do
0: yeah they all would have stepped out of the same salon and it's just like no no exactly so you have that different variety that's awesome yeah so if we talk about penny dreadful for a minute and natalie dormer playing these multiple characters like she is a stunner no matter what is going on she just Mm -hmm. looks so beautiful
1: how did all that character development we read the first four scripts yeah um And, you know, you get to see the development of... There's actually, people say, four Magda characters. There's actually...
3: I think they cut the fifth one out. I don't think we saw her.
1: Oh, okay. Do you think maybe she just
0: hasn't come along yet?
3: No, she did Because remember the picture that's like, so you see her and like all the trailers and stuff with that crazy big coat on and like... A black hat. Yeah, but that scene was supposed to be in like the second episode and I... Oh, was I really it? Cut it out, yeah. I don't I don't remember. I haven't seen her, yeah. We only see her in this one shot. And,
1: and That was one of my favorite looks. I know, me too. Okay, so Magda has four looks. John Logan, the creator of... The show, he wanted to just see a lot of different options for every character. Mm-hmm.
3: Also, having said that, too, after doing the first Penny Dreadful, he had made this decision in his head that he hates nothing more in life than prosthetics. And in no way, he feels like prosthetic do not allow an actor to act and he cannot stand aside of them, which to me, I'm like, okay, well, you wanna make her look different that different like we're gonna have to change something like maybe her nose or her something just so she can she doesn't always you know it's not it's just like it looks like she's in a different costume yeah and he was like no that is what it is it's gonna be her acting and you know you can do it whatever so we begged to be like well can at least can she have different contacts like I mean we knew the wigs would help and you know I knew Teresa would do the best she could with like you know changing the styles and you know that does I mean it really does change the way somebody looks enough but like you know it's hard when she's just she has a very Specific face, and you know mm-hmm. she's got those big eyes, and like you know, I, I, to me, I find her to be you know pretty recognizable. So it's like we're like, can we at least do contacts or like play with contouring something just to make her? Because he really just wanted her to be the same in different wigs and different, you know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, did he want the audience to recognize that it was the same person, like manifested into different human kind of characters, or were they meant to look at her and be like, is that? The same person?
3: I would say not to give. I would say, yeah, I mean... Yes and no, they are definitely like different iterations of the same person, but they all are their own character, even though it's the same. It's like they all have their own backstory and they all have their own and they all exist. They can all exist, which is a spoiler alert in the same space, you know? So yes and no, but like still, you know, something subtle to make them look a little different. Like she is attempting to blend in in case like one of those, you know, ran into the other one. Right. They would need to like, the characters would be like, hey. You know, that's the same person. Mm, so mm. Um, they needed to look different enough to where even the characters on the show wouldn't recognize them. Right. the same. I get you. So, yeah. yeah.
0: No, I understand. Yeah, it's an interesting line, I think, that you're kind of walking down. They have to be recognizable enough to the audience, right. but not so much looking the same, that if they're on the same scene together, it's right. like, oh, are they twins? Exactly. Um,
1: right. And it's like, you know, Natalie has like long blonde hair. And it was like for the character Elsa, the German with the blonde hair, you know, at first he was like, I really don't want to do wigs. And I was like, how are we going to do this? You yeah. know, <gasps> what do you mean you don't want wigs? He's like, well, not that many wigs, you know, people on the show, I don't want them to all be wearing wigs and stuff like that. And I was like, but wait, what about all these different Magda? characters mm. and he was like "Well, let's just use her blonde hair her hair for Elsa and so you know we had to have these long discussions about changing her and having multiple changes in a day you know we can't go from trying to make this long blonde hair look short and in a shorter 1938 style and then take that hair and wrap it and then make her be Rio in the same day with the short red hair yeah oh and then
0: back to her if you're taking her hair out of a hair wrap that's been under a wig and then trying to get it to look like this beautiful finger wave
1: it you know and trying to explain how much time it would take to use her natural hair whether if it was using her natural hair and then going to a wig or going from a wig and then to her natural hair just how time consuming it would be and that really the only way we could do this is that if she had four different wigs, it, but the good thing about John Logan, though, he actually he's a very hardworking man. He is at work before everyone else is every day, even if he's it's on like set
3: every day, he's on set.
1: He will pop into the trailer at four thirty in the morning. You know,
3: like at our calls, I, he'll come in to say good morning every morning. Like through, I mean, we were on that show for eight months almost, and he was every morning in our trailer to come same
1: level of energy yeah uh, yeah. up and ready to work but I think with how much he would come into the trailer and talk to the actors and come in and talk to us he saw just how much work at times that would go into different characters yeah you know or when we were testing Natalie how long it would take to do the different changes Mm. on her I think he kind of then was like oh Yeah. This is
0: a situation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we've got Magda, Elsa, Rio
0: Mm -hmm. and Alex, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now is Alex, which one's Alex? She's the the one with the the gray little bob. Yeah. And makeup wise lana what are, what are you doing there
3: originally we were gonna age her but mm-hmm. then again it turned into a thing where he didn't want her in he didn't want her in the prosthetics he didn't want her in anything like even just to like age her you know we we did it a, we aged her a little with like you know stretch and step, like around her eyes and then she wore those big glasses so you really never saw it anyway okay and then we gave her some aged contacts because her eyes are so bright and young and lively so she wore those like full scleral lenses that you know kind of aged her down and we like aged her teeth and she she wore like a lip plumper on her bottom teeth to like make her bottom lip kind of stick out a little bit. And that okay. I can tell she kind of talks off to the side. So to help her with that. And then you just put like age spots and kind of just like distressed her skin and deepened her shadow, you know, just kind of made her look a little homelier. I mean, whatever we could do. Cause she, I mean, she is so beautiful. It's hard to make her look bad. And then, you know, like covered up her eyebrows a little and just gave her those little like little comma eyebrows. Yeah. Like old lady comma eyebrows. Yeah. I enjoyed
0: seeing that transformation out of all of them. I really like just how different she did look from, from Natalie.
3: Yeah, she loves that one too. It looked
0: like it was a bit of fun.
3: No, no. With the other ones, I mean, we just contoured her face and shaded it in different ways. And you know, she's got like, is, is pretty in the like, you know, as she is, it's like she really she does really transform pretty easily, which I was surprised about. I I was worried when I like when they cast her because I was just like, oh my god, those eyes and like her like heart, her perfect like heart shaped face. I was like, she is so yeah. recognizable to me as her, and she's such a good actress. It's like the way she just like changes her face on her mm-hmm. own. It, it really helps. I I was surprised because I, I did. I was unconvinced that we could make her look like different people without some pieces, just even like very subtle cheeks or very subtle nose. You know, I was unconvinced. And I mean, I have friends that have watched it that did not I mean, obviously they don't have the eyes that we have, but like, they were shocked when I said that was the same person.
1: That's good feedback to get, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, I can't tell if they're just being nice or if it's real, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or,
1: or, if, or if they have, or if they have beer goggles on. Right, like. exactly.
0: I'm pretty sure my husband each time questioned. He was like, "Is that you know?" So he didn't. He had to ask. He's like, "Is that is she the is that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Oh, <laughs>
1: cool.
3: well, so, that's good." You know. You know, I was surprised how much like the just the wigs and the contacts did without really anything else.
1: I think that um Natalie too what helped in transforming her is is she was just down to do whatever. You know, she's not Vein, as far as like she has to look pretty all the time, you know, and she, I feel like she was pretty open to different ideas, which really helped, you know, especially when you're trying to, like Leanna said, not use prosthetics and not, you know, John didn't want a whole lot going on and he wanted things very simple. So I think just, you know, a combination of hair, makeup, and Natalie. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. She's an excellent collaborator.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah
1: having someone just
0: willing to lean into those characters and just do whatever it takes to help it happen. Yeah.
3: She's always the first one that's like, Oh, it's okay. I'll look the other way. I'll, I won't let them shoot this side. I won't. And she is, she, when she says something.
1: Oh, she means it.
3: She means it. And she does not play. I mean, she's like a hair and makeup dream because she is like on our side first against the, <laughs> like against production, against everybody. She's like, she is definitely like the magic happens here and I will deal with the rest of them, you know? That's very, very cool. You know, it's very
0: That's yeah, cool. helpful. Especially when you're doing all those changes and doing all those looks and needing the time to do it and get it right. And-, and
3: the amount of stress she's under with all the different dialects and stuff that she had to learn and just switch back and forth. and like Long working days. Yeah, and the way she wrapped her head around it. She's a real pro.
0: Dream come true. Yeah, <laughs> she, she,
1: really, she really is. For sure.
0: That's awesome.
3: So with all the period
0: stuff that you guys have done and I guess translating contemporary techniques to period looks, do you do that a lot or do you find yourself utilizing old fashioned techniques to achieve the looks or are you doing more contemporary techniques?
1: For me, I feel I'm more old school in my techniques, wet sets and, you know, here's the thing. It's just like, even when people come in, um, day play on the show, and they're like, Oh, I don't have much period experience or I do, but I would, it's like, I, I always say, if you know the old school basics mm-hmm. and you go back and pull out your old cosmetology book, you can do period hair. It's when you try to apply the modern techniques. It's, I mean, you'll get a modern spin on a period hairdo. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I feel like it's better in doing period hair if you can,
0: if you can, it is tricky sometimes
1: because it's the time. Yeah, it's yeah, time constraints and stuff like that. Of course, if you're working background, you're not going to be able to do a wet set, mm. you know. But you need to know how to work an iron and not just wrap it around like in beach waves, you know. You need to yeah. really be able to do a tight set, do it quickly. So, but in the trailer, I prefer to stick to old school techniques.
0: I think for hair, it definitely um, creates a, a stronger result at the end of it the does, day. It does,
1: but you know, also a and create too strong of a result <laughs> mm. <laughs> to where it looks too, period. You know, yeah. have you ever heard that where they're like, oh, that just looks, oh, that's too, period. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh. Lana, have you heard, you've heard, you've heard people say that too. Oh, that's too, I know.
3: I know, but I'm always like, I don't even know what that means. Cause like, yeah, you're supposed to, you're supposed to look like you're in this time. Not like you're mimicking the time, you know?
0: Yeah. But I guess is it, are they worried about the audience not being able to relate
1: to something that's too period? Yes. And wanting and feeling like it's too harsh of a look. Right. Um, so wanting, you know, it's like, oh, we want softer, longer waves and then they'll show me a picture and I'm like, Oh that well that's not
0: Is it some kind of red carpet look that somebody's that's like
1: well
3: yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like a red carpet yeah, like thirties like inspired.
0: Right. <laughs> but yeah. it's you know,
3: it's different.
0: You gotta find that that midway. Um, what about you, Lana, with the techniques with makeup I mean, and
3: like I would say I guess we're using probably since the, the products that we're using are modern, mm. I mean, you know, like obviously, you know, we can find some things that have been around since whenever, whatever period we're doing. But it's like generally where you, you know, and most actors are, I mean, let's be honest, they like want their products, they feel like works well on their skin and blah, blah, blah. So it's mostly just like, in you know, trying to be like, okay, well, in this time, like they used, you know... The foundation was heavier and more matte and like you know so we we have to at least create that we can use modern products but we have to like somehow incorporate it and like make it super matte and make your skin not look like skin anymore (laughs) um and stuff like that but like you know obviously we are using you know mostly modern products
0: yeah I guess it's keeping the shapes and the colors kind of true to
3: Totally. It's like, you know, I mean, keeping with the color palette, I generally will before each show will like make a bunch of palettes like lip palettes, eye palettes, cheek palettes for all the people to come work in the background and you know so they don't have to bring their own at least so they don't get to sit and I'm like okay I know that you remember blue eyeshadow from this time but that is really not not what we're doing here so it's like they they really only work out of the palettes that we give them. Well, no, that's
0: good. There's no surprises. It's
3: kind of like the paint by number. Exactly. I give them like detailed like on like the shape like oh you know in the 30s like that we're doing the eyeshadow and more of a pear shape like everything sort of dragged down where it's like in the 80s you know Obviously, we all remember like the, you know, the straight blush and the forehead blush and the, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So it's like they have a ton of research and, you know, the palettes. And again, then it's, but like, this is your person and do it, whatever techniques you can to get there. I really, that's not for me to say. I feel. Yeah. No, there's
0: more than one way to skin a cat, exactly. isn't there? Exactly.
3: And it's, you know, <laughs> and it's, it goes back to what Teresa was saying earlier, where it's like if we micromanage the way everybody did everyone, then everybody would look the same. And it's like, I like having people just like, this is the look, do whatever techniques you you want to get there. Here are the colors. There's many choose whatever looks good on them and it's like it does feel like these people all did themselves some people are like a little messier than others some look really great and they kind of go off their costume you know and they you know they like to make up their own stories about their characters and or the background whatever and it you know I, I find that it, it, it really does help create like a real world
0: absolutely that's awesome hey um Teresa I wanted to ask you who do you have make your wigs for you do you go to one person or do you have a few people that you work with
1: Natasha Latix made the wigs on Penny Dreadful, but I oh like God. her and I like um, Victoria Woods. Yeah. Um, mainly those two. Oh, Contran.
0: Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Hard to get Khan to do things. I mm-hmm. think sometimes hey? she's, she's, a busy, she's a busy. She's a busy. very busy lady. <laughs> yeah, she's but, yeah. Very good though
1: yeah. She did some pieces for us on uh, the Romanoffs. Oh, cool. Yeah, she did. She did did an awesome job. But, like you said, she's very hard to catch up to.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The good ones normally are. Mm -hmm. Chase them. Um, So, ladies, what product or tool would you want to never work without?
3: I mean, I guess I really cannot work at all without fake eyelashes, whether they are big or little. I cannot work without them. I refuse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You should put that on a shirt. I refuse
1: to work without
3: lashes. (laughs) For me,
1: I guess it would be, I can't say all of my irons. So I would say a three quarter -quarter inch iron because then I feel like I could go either way with that one. One inch might be a little too big. It's like three quarter, you know, I, I, I could work that Nice for the rest of my life and be fine with just that one thing. I could straighten some hair with it probably could braid some hair with it
3: i mean i guess i wouldn't be fine with just that one thing i just feel like nothing's finished without that one thing
1: yeah exactly
0: that's awesome so thank you ladies so much i really appreciate your time it's been so
1: great chatting with you it was great being on your show thanks jamie lee thanks for having us
0: if you would like links to keep up with Lana and Therese's work, go to our Instagram at The Last Looks Podcast or visit the episode notes page on our website www.thelastlooks.podcast.com. The Last Looks Podcast would like to thank Brett Stanley and Sabrina Castro. The song Fun Time by DJ Quads. Thanks for listening until next time.
2: That's a wrap people.